Welcome back. It's your boy Thad. And your boy Matt. And we are coming to you live. Uh, man, wow, I can't believe it that we are this far into the tournament. Whew. It's a rest day. It's yeah, a rest, rest day. day. <laughs> I, I got more work done today than I have in the last two weeks. Um, but we have a guest who's one of our best friends uh, in the world, um, our boy Hayden Gray. Hayden! What's up, everybody? Uh, good to be here. I'm glad to be um, potting with uh, the Messi and Ronaldo of soccer podcasts. Oh, and, I, whoa, and I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to tell you which one's which, but. <laughs> oh, my. I was, I was thinking more of like, I'm kind of like Tim Ream. Like, yeah, like, 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 uh, <laughs> like, I'm a dad. <laughs> like, <Is that> Turner. <laughs> I don't know, man, but that's a great intro. Uh, Hayden I, and I went to college together. Uh, Hayden actually kind of got us into podcasting he through did. his podcast, Dropping Dimes. Um, that Rest in peace. They've now put to bed, which they did it because they actually moved into other jobs in kind of the sports marketing, uh, sports media areas, which has been cool. Uh, so him and Travis, who you guys have seen on a reaction video uh, when we played England, um, they did that and he kind of got us into podcasting, told us about all these mics and these apps on the um, computer. So thanks. <laughs> Formal no problem, thanks man. on the pod for getting us into this. There it's you go. Right super there. fun for us. So, um, yeah, holy crud, dude. I can't believe it. That I can't believe we're out of, of the group stages. I can't believe we are past the round of 16. Yeah. And, like, wow. we got quarterfinals on their way. We are, yeah, well on our way to glory for someone, I guess. We're well on our way to Lucille Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> We won't be there, but, you know, it could be fun to be there. So if anybody wants to sponsor us to fly us to Qatar oh, on the 18th, that'd be a fun time. That's a good idea. Hayden, you want to come? <laughs> yeah, I'll, 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 I'll come out. All Sounds right, good. sweet. Let's go to Qatar. I got to get my, uh, oh, well, my passport's good till January, so I'll be fine. Yeah, I'll be fine for another month. Oh, wow. That would be, oh, my gosh. That would be insane. I can't even imagine, like someone saying hey guys you guys want to go like here's five grand to like get on a plane and go like i wouldn't even stay at a place i'd just like stay outside Ooh, yeah <laughs> it's like camping weather out there stay outside the stadium <laughs> literally <laughs> but man i guess the first thing we got to say is the usa are out and if you have not watched anything they got beat out a while ago so yeah, 3-1 against the Netherlands. I feel like we played well, but we did not finish the chances that we had, and that's the reason why we lost. But also, I'll let Thad get into the uh, goodness here. I, I'm going to pass to Hayden really quick, and Hayden can pass back. But yeah, the USA, they just didn't take advantage of all the chances. I mean, we could have been up 1-0 within five minutes and kind of flubbed it. Yeah, there. So, hundred percent. Aiden, what are your thoughts on kind of the USA and maybe our steps forward here? Yeah. Uh, so, first of all, um, listen, I've been thinking about this a lot as 
the aftermath, the dust has kind of been settling. And we, as the U.S., have lived in this perpetual state of being like, hey, let's get to the World Cup. Let's qualify. Uh, let's get out of the group. And then everything else from there is gravy. And that's all well and good, but we're going into a World Cup in 2026 where we're going to be the host country. And if we don't advance past the group of six, the round of 16, uh, we'll be pretty disappointed. I don't know how you guys would feel about that, but personally, I, I'm looking for more than just the round of 16 for 2026. So to me, you know, of course, there were so many great moments uh, from the World Cup from this team. You know, whether it's Tim Weah's opening goal against Wales, whether it's Christian Pulisic sacrificing his penis uh, just to get us a, <laughs> the, the, go, <laughs> the go-ahead goal against Iran, um, whether it's that second Tim Weah goal that w- should have count that honestly, if he was six inches behind where he was, yeah. we would have been up two nil yep. before the halftime even hit. But I mean, so many great memories. But you know, to, at some point, we need to get to a a place where we know the story we're an underdog but we have so much talent if we can just put it all together then we'll make it even further we have to do that at some point and I think we really have to start asking ourselves the question what are the things that need to be put into place to make that happen and the first thing that come to comes to mind for me is Greg Berhalter I think he did some things very, very well in this tournament and some things he really struggled with particularly with his subs uh, being strategic with that, a lack of rotation in general in this team, um, it, it, choosing not to use our most talented player in Gio Reyna really at all throughout the tournament. So mm-hmm. anyways, a, a lot of really questionable things happened um, with some of his decisions. I I don't know. I think he accomplished what, you know, really what they set out to do was to make it out of the group, right? And then from there, everything's fine. But I just think if you watch the Netherlands game, we were outcoached. I mean, it was very clear that the Netherlands were the European team that had been there before, and we were just a little bit jumpy. We weren't prepared. I mean, I think they figured out some kind of tactical adjustment that Greg just didn't anticipate to happen, and we had no way to adjust to it uh, because our midfield was so tired and because we weren't able to create any shots through the middle of the field with our number nines. So um, I don't want to dominate the conversation, but that's kind of like my main takeaways. No, that's a great, I think all of that is great. Honestly, great analysis. I agree with you. Um, Honestly, in that round of 16 game against the Netherlands, I saw guys who hadn't been tired the whole time exhausted. They just looked like their legs were shot. If you looked at if you looked at Tyler Adams in the game against England, in the game against Wales, I mean all the group games, he looked like he he could he could keep running he could have run an entire marathon and he was still had energy to go. Right. And then to right, see yeah. him be completely gassed, I mean, really feels like from the twentieth minute on. I mean, that's telling right. him something. Yeah, and I just, I think, I mean, they worked so hard to get out of the group. We kind of labored there to get out of the group. Didn't really have big, big results where we could kind of sub on a bunch of guys and just get some fresh guys in there to to kind of do the work. Um, I do think one huge glaring thing of Greg, and I'll give Greg his flowers here in a second, 
But just mismanagement of subs, like you said, it was atrocious. It was so bad. I don't understand how you see Jedi, who's absolutely run his boots into the ground for three games, three and a half games, kind of picks up a knock there and is looks fried. He looks like freaking a fried egg on a hot cement. Just looks so gassed, and Dumfries just took care took advantage of it, and it was what it was. But I think Greg built uh, has built a great culture around the United States team. I will give him that. He's done amazing work for dual nationals, uh, Jedi, Sturginio, um, Yunus Musa. I mean, he's done all the work for that. And credit to him. That's where he gets a ton of respect for me. Bringing in Tim Ream, who had not even played in about a year for the United States national team, was a ballsy move, but Tim Ream been on it this year. I mean, he'd been very good for Fulham. Um, and so, yeah, give him his flowers for that. But with flowers also comes daggers because he literally did not play guys that deserve to be playing. Yeah. How did Joe Scally not get one minute at this World Cup? I mean, Luca De La Torre didn't get a minute either. How did Joe Scally, literally a starting outside back in the Bundesliga, not get one minute in this freaking tournament? Yeah, and DeAndre Yedlin, who and Shaq Moore, Shaq freaking Moore Moore gets yeah playing time. Gets playing time. It's ridiculous. That was super mismanagement. I thought the move for Carter Vickers in the Iran game was a masterstroke. So good, and then you sit him on the bench for ninety minutes. Yeah, should have been in for further than Netherlands game that was ridiculous I just didn't I didn't get it like and like Van Gaal said we adjusted and they didn't adjust yeah like we didn't have a game plan to adjust at all and when your best few players look exhausted like come on you got to adjust even if they're your best players and your captain like you just got to adjust you got to put some other guys on to get get you there but we don't have another holding midfielder outside of Tyler Adams no We've we these in these four years we need to develop a nine a lot. We need to develop another holding mid. And like Hayden said, if if we don't get out of if we don't make a quarterfinal run or better at twenty twenty six, it's a failure for me. You literally have guys that are gonna be twenty three, twenty four, twenty five, twenty six, and twenty seven. Yeah, and on we, your team, we should have developed an actual second team by then, right? Who will push the first team to be like better. France, like Brazil, like Argentina, like all of these other teams who have just an amazing amount of superstars. We need to have that, and that should be the goal for this next World Cup. Right. To have a second team who can compete with the first team, who has the manager saying, hey, I don't really know who I'm going to pick this game at all. Yeah, I I agree with that. Well, hey, and I, I, yeah, I think something we have to give Greg a little bit of slack on is the lack of, you know, we can debate about why we have a lack of depth in the 
for the national team. But at the same time, look at all the three games that we had to play against Wales. You know, we really going into this game, everybody said you have to at least get a point. So of course you're it's first game of the world cup. You're going to play your best 11, at least in your coach's eyes. Next up, we're going against England. I mean, as much as they might not think of us as a team that's on their level, that is a, a game for pride for us. We had to show out in that game. And we knew if we didn't get a point from there, it was probably going to be a difficult situation for game three. Then, of course, how the chips fell for Iran, it was a must-win game. So every step of the way, I think Greg was kind of forced to play his best 11. He, the rotation... You know, sure, he could have rotated Reyna and Aronson in there, sure, but, you know, we're pretty thin in the back. And, right. and I just, I don't think we, back. I don't think it was a bad, like, starting lineup moves sure. for the most part. No, starting lineup I think it was were... super poor game management. Like, the game management. We went, exactly. we went into turtle mode, and, like, that's not the USA. The, the USA is, like, be some dogs and go attack. Like, what are we doing? Like our yeah. best players play on the wing. Our best players are in the midfield. Like our best players are not our back four. Yeah, no, not, not at all. Not at all. Here's something I will I will kind of touch on too. I think there's two things that come to mind for me. Um, one, first of all, do you guys think that there's a world in which there's a different style play that could have been tapped into against the Netherlands? We kind of really just approach it. The same way that we did the other three group games, we kind of said, okay, we just have to come out with our hair on fire and hope that we get an early goal and then just kind of settle back from there. Um, do you think there's a world in which we kind of play that counterattacking football and just wait for them to make a mistake or even try to go into a nil-nil shootout after 120 minutes? Do you think there's a world in which we play different brand of football and we maybe eke out with a win? Hmm, that's an interesting, interesting like discussion to have for sure. I mean, yeah, because I think the Netherlands did what we did to England, where they said you can have the possession. Yeah, that's we, exactly what We have what the happened. players to beat you, and we got so out far from a, under our skates, like we got stretched so thin that when they finally were able, when they were just waiting, 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 then they got their chance. Our back line has no idea what to do. I mean, right. we, yeah, you know, I mean, it's lethal. like we were too thin. There was too much space. Um, and when you have a team that's as clinical as Netherlands, they had they have had ten shots on goal during the World Cup. They've scored on seven of those shots. Yeah, yeah. that's unbelievable. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, you can't been you clinical. can't give that team space. You know. Mm -mm. No, I mean they got a guy that's probably going to make a hundred million dollar move in the next month. Like. And Please do not make that move. I think he could literally go anywhere. Honestly, personally, I think he could go to Arsenal right now because of Jesus' injury. I'm not going to say you heard it here first, but like you might have heard it here first. Um, so maybe I think I don't know with United. We'll see. But here's the deal: we are talking to the party king Hayden Gray and we're going to talk about a team who knows how to party I went to Hayden's wedding like what is it a month ago a month ago yeah about about I was about to say he knows he knows what days it was oh it's been um yeah it's 
Yeah, it's like a, a little month, over a month, right? Five weeks, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But Hayden knows how to party, and this team we're about to talk about knows how to party. Brazil. Holy oh. crap. <laughs> they are putting on a show like I haven't seen since 02. Yeah, they're happy. And when you have a happy Brazilian, it's bad for you. <laughs> really bad for you. And like, where did they get this Richarlison from? Like, he ain't the one that be playing at Tottenham every no. week. No. Like, he's the Brazilian Harry Maguire, dude. <laughs> like, yes, turns turns into prime Shaq when he gets yeah, out there. Yeah, for real. Like, just unbelievable on the ball. Like, this man had six keepy uppies before he passed the other day. Like, so you sick. gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Like against South Korea, who is usually pretty compact at the back and not allowing a ton of goals. I mean Yeah. But like holy freaking crap. Like you got a guy, Lucas Paqueta, who people are like, why does why does Titi play him? Like, why does he do that? Dude looks like he's just cutting people off. Like what the heck, man? That entire team is scary. And it's really, really, really entertaining to watch. And I'm really sad, actually, that in the last match, they didn't score any after halftime. But I think I've said this before. Richarlison's really wearing that Brazil number nine really well. Yeah, like, he, looks... he has taken the torch. He looks and good. he is running with it. Yeah, and if he does, I mean, Mbappe's probably gonna get the golden boot, but man, it, we'll see. Can he show up for club level? Is the question I think. But whatever, let's go get that World Cup. Is what he's saying. Yeah, I man, Richarlison, like even Becker. Becker got tested, and like Allison looked amazing. Had three saves in the last game. I don't think he had touched the ball hardly in the previous game. Oh my god! <laughs> um, but yeah, Hayden, what are you what are you kind of seeing from Brazil, especially going into the Croatia game, which I saw Bleacher Report or ESPN FC have Croatia as the number eight team in this knockout round out of eight. They kind of did a power rankings, had Brazil first and like France second, and then it was like Croatia was eight. So. Like one versus eight. Really? They have Morocco over Croatia? Bro. They had him at seven. Wow. Okay. Sorry, Hayden. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Hayden, I mean, what are you seeing from Brazil that's... Because this is like a tournament you're very invested in, um, just being in the sports media world. And like, we're invested in it too. Like, I like don't do anything during games. Like I don't make phone calls <laughs> for my job oh, like, yeah, during yeah. games. But like you're super invested in it, and you literally in our group text the other day were like, "This is beautiful. Yeah. This is pretty football." Yeah. Listen, man. Um. I, so I've been following football like actually like closely, probably for about two or three years now, and you know there's like a really steep learning curve to football in a way that I don't think there is for certain sports. But the one thing that I've heard from somebody who actually knows what they're talking about that kind of like made everything click for me was it was a coach. I can't remember who it was, but they said uh, football is a game about quality and games are decided by one or two moments of quality 
And if you can get those moments to fall your way, you're going to win the game. And if you look at this, this Brazil side, you can go beyond the starting 11, but let's just stick with the starting 11. There's <laughs> beyond the starting 11, literally like the starting 17 or yeah. like better than everybody else. There's every, at least every single players played actually at the tournament. Yes. Yeah. All there's, 26. there's at least 10 guys on the starting 11, but you could argue at, at their peak, 11 guys who can provide world-class moments of quality at any given moment. And, you know, I think that's just, that sums up this Brazilian team so much, whether it's Neymar, Richarlson, Rafinha, Vinicius, who we haven't even talked about yet, Casemiro, <laughs> like, you know, it's, I, I think this is just a team that is a cut above the rest um, you know, they start out a little bit slow in, in the group to make us think that they weren't going to be as good as we thought they would be. But um, Yeah, only 2-0 in the opening game. Yeah, but <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, it's poetry in motion, dude, and it's, it's a blast to watch. And um, unless if something happens, I mean, maybe France can match their quality. That would be a hell of a final. But um, this Brazil team is just... I cannot wait to see them play again. Yes, it's like you constantly want more and more and more and more and more. And then they just like sub guys on and you're like, this guy's amazing too. Yeah. Like, what and, the and you know what? This this Brazil team, I think people associate them with like being, I don't know, undis- not disciplined or something like that because they like to have fun. They like to dance. But it's Samba, baby. The, but these yeah. guys... If you Hugo were watching Bonito. the way that they were pressing against, when they were uh, pressing, who did they even play in the round of 16? I can't even remember now. South Korea. Yeah, Thank South you. Korea. When they were pressing South Korea, I mean, they, they were strong, principled. They knew what they were doing. And South Korea just had no room to breathe. No. So they play sound football. Yeah, they play super sound football. And what was crazy, and going back to like your quality point, Thiago Silva provided an assist. I for yeah. sure, I for sure thought it was like Casemiro. I for sure thought it was like one of those guys up front. No, on Piquetta's goal, literally it was Thiago Silva. And I'm like, yeah. what are you doing so far up the field? You're a center back. Like, but he's literally just playing with the flow of the game. And like, we, Matt and I have been watching football since, I mean, my, one of my earliest moments of football, like watching is literally that World Cup. Like, in yeah. 02, like, uh-huh. where Phenomenal was born. Like, yeah. it was just insane. And, like, I haven't seen them have this much fun since then. And, like, I mean, that's the time that they won their last championship. Yep. Like, it, the it's last just, one. It's just unreal to watch them play and watch them be there. And they're just like, this is honestly unfair. Like it's yeah. just unfair. They like, have the yeah. vibes of the O2 team so mm. much, too. Yeah. Like, just so much. And, I mean, they have, like, just warriors in the back. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, well, obviously Allison hadn't touched the ball. He's got, like, four of the best defenders on planet Earth. Yeah. <laughs> right? Why would you need him? <laughs> Why does he need to touch the ball? But... It's crazy. Like, I'm looking at the subs from the Korea game. You have Syria Ah, Defender of the Year, Bremer, coming in for Danilo. 
literally couldn't even get on the field. <laughs> like, what? You have Denny Alves, which that was like a whatever for Militao. Rodrigo coming in for Neymar and Martinelli coming in for Vinny. That's insanity. All five, all four of those dudes probably would just start automatically for the U.S. All of them. Probably. Yeah. Like, it's insane. It's just so crazy to, like, to, like, you have literally the best defender in one of the top five leagues. Can't even sniff the field, hardly. Like, getting on in the 74th minute. Yeah. For, for guys. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's nuts. But enough about Brazil. Brazil gets all the flowers as they deserve. Croatia, their opponent, they just, they just win. They just win. What, there's a stat, actually, that I saw. They haven't won a knockout round game in regular time since 98. Yes, that's what it is right there. <laughs> like, what are you doing? It is insane. Like, they literally made the finals of the last World Cup and literally went to penalties or extra time every time. Yeah. It was the, I think the, the quarters... Or yeah, the quarters or the semis were the only ones that they didn't require penalties for. That's insanity. But they just win. They just they have heart, and they just play. They just play hard. Like every game, like that Japan Croatia game was awesome. And it just sucks that Japan kind of looked just beat down in the penalty shootout. Yeah. Like they just look. They just looked exhausted. But yeah, I mean, Hayden, what you what are you kind of seeing from Croatia as we're heading into round of eight here? Yeah, I think it's it's tough because this is a team that's like how you guys are describing them. I just think of them as a bunch of professionals who have been there before. They know their role. They know what they need to do. Um, and then they got a couple hoopers on there with Modric and Perisic. So like, you know, they have the tools to beat just about any team on any given day. But when you run into a buzzsaw like Brazil, I think it's just going to be tough. Um, I do think that this is certainly going to be closer than the South Korea game. Um, I think that, yeah. um, uh, I think that Croatia is too well organized and they have too much experience to have a stinker. Um, I, I do think this could be a situation where maybe you see like a two to one final that feels like it could have been three or four, depending on if a couple things went the right way. But I think I that, that. I, I think that Croatia yeah. keeps it respectable. Um, and who knows, yeah. like, you know, if Brazil comes out sleepwalking, they could get an opening goal that kind of wakes them up, you know, like you never know. But I, I, I don't know. I don't see that in this Brazil side. I think they're too, I think they're one of those teams that's so good. They're like the Warriors. They're so good that they're like, there's no way we can lose this. We we have to bring it home instead of the you know kind of being lackadaisical kind of situation. Right. I think they're I think they're very very focused on lifting the trophy. Yeah, they are locked in, baby. But they're also just having fun. But also, I'm very interested to see Modric versus Casemiro. I'm very interested to see Brozovic. In there, like I'm interested in this game. I think I, I think it could be like three one, and one of the goals is like a fluke. Yeah, goal. Um, but I don't think it's gonna get out of hand, uh, at all. Two one is definitely a realistic result. Two zero could be a result. I don't yeah. see it being more than a two goal differential. Um, and I just think, I think Croatia. 
they're not like a Honda Civic. They are reliable, but they're like a, they're just like a, like old, like Mercedes. It's like kind of been taken care of, still got class, but it just runs. It's very true. And it true. just runs for like, it's just, it's like that car that's been kept in the garage, like oil change every 5,000 miles, like on the nose. Like they replace all the spark plugs all the time with it. I'm not a car person, as you can tell. Like I barely know any of this stuff. <laughs> but like, it's just like the class of like the Mercedes just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. But they're literally walking into like tanks. Yeah. Ferraris. Mm-hmm. Like Ferraris with miniguns on the outside of them. I don't know. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy to to like think about. Like Brazil is oh, they're just having so much fun and it's like so scary. It's yeah. so scary for everyone else. It really is. I think Yeah, I can agree with you. I don't think it's gonna be more than a two goal differential. I mean, if you look at their games that they've played and even the last, like, final of the World Cup, what, they lost 4-2 to two to France, so it wasn't even more than two. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm thinking 3-1. Yeah. 3-1-2, yeah. I, just, I think you could just see just some class from anybody. Like, anybody from Brazil, any of those front seven could score quickly so uh yeah i got brazil moving on but that goes with my pick for the um tournament i have them lifting the the trophy so uh netherlands argentina Mm. what do we got boys what do we got who wants to go i'm not quite (laughs) sure i'm ready for this here's the thing i think it's going to be a very tight game because of the Dutch defense. I think the Dutch defense of Timber, Van Dyke, and... If they play Aki. And Ake. Ake's looked like a world beater this tournament. Like, looked fantastic. My boy. I know. I know that's your boy, City Boy, right there. So, uh, flowers to him for sure. But I think they're going to keep it compact. But I just, I think it's going to take a moment of brilliance. And guess who has the most brilliant player? Argentina. Lionel. Like, Messi is still playing. He's still playing. And I think you're going to have a pretty good midfield matchup. I think that DePaul might get his his wheels actually rolling. Um, You're going to have a good midfield matchup with, um, De Jong kind of trying to play that deep quarterback role that we've talked about. And, I mean, you got Argentina there, like Fernandez and all these guys that are hitting form. I mean, I'm interested. I, it's going to be a very exciting game. It's the Friday afternoon game, so. Oh, that's going to be good. Guaranteed to not get anything done that yeah. day. Um, so. Sorry, I'm sorry, work. Uh, I'll make some calls uh, during the break. At some time, yeah. Um, but I, I'm. Argentina hasn't looked pretty by any means coming off, of, especially of talking about Brazil. But they've just kind of looked like that little engine that could, like they just keep finding goals. They yeah. keep finding 
openings and putting the ball in. Like, and they're not, they're never pretty. It kind of looks like a dog fight every time, but that's what they're doing. You win and go through at this stage. So, yeah. yeah I think, I think Messi's just going to be the difference, kind of like normal. But I think he's going to be the difference here. Hayden, what do you got, man? Oh, my God. I, you know, this Netherlands uh, squad, they're not, I think we kind of underestimated them through the group. I mean, they're not going to kill anybody. I, they're not going to win 5 0 or anything like that. And so I think we underestimated them a little bit. I think they're a really good team. Um, and I think, I think we need to see a Messi kind of like we saw in the game uh, from the round of 16 where he, I I guess he scored. Did he score on a pen or he scored in that game? But uh, really what he was doing – oh, against Australia. What he was doing was he was just creating chaos and freaking people out with his runs. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to score on this Netherlands side and this back line through like really simple – crosses and easy stuff like that what you're gonna have to do is is freak them out and get them a little bit disorganized so I think what needs to happen is Messi needs to use his skill get some really nice runs going where he attracts two or three guys and opens it up for Alvarez um to score uh another city boy um yeah I think Alvarez is actually gonna be probably my x factor yeah yeah just because he's like we said on last week's episode, he's kind of like the Energizer Bunny for 70 minutes. Yep. And he just runs like a banshee. And he's like everywhere. Here, like all the time. And yeah, I love that. Here's what I will say. I think my prediction is this is 1-1 going to pens, Argentina oh, winning. Oh, but what yes. I will say, if, if, if oh. Netherlands scores first... It's gonna get tight because the, you saw how emotional that Argentina w- uh, team was when they beat Mexico, a team they should have soundly beaten after they lost to Saudi Arabia. There is so mm-hmm. much pressure on this team. If they concede first, there's gonna be a lot of nerves on that side, and so I think it's really important for them to get through the first half. If they're at a nil-nil draw through the first half, great, and then you get a, an, a late goal from somebody go into extra time one one and then win it on pins i think we uh I know we need I to know your best friend uh your best friend connor flynn yeah we need we to check on, on him last week <laughs> yeah somebody needs to get a live feed of that man <laughs> on on a friday afternoon like oh, yeah it's gonna be i think it's gonna be a great game though i just think it's it's set up to be a really good game it really is. I like that prediction. The one-one going into penalties. That's who I would pay lots of money to see that. Um, wow. Just like you all have said, um, it's going to be close. The the stroke of brilliance will have to happen. I think both midfields are perfect actually for this battle yeah it's gonna be good i'm really excited i'm really looking forward to this it's gonna be a great game Um, if we get i don't know i i like your prediction i'm gonna go 2-1 argentina after extra time Mm. 
Okay, so sending it to extra time and somebody scores a messy scores screamer outside of the box. Yes, a messy, messy goal would be great, bro. I'm gonna call it right now, McAllister. Oh, okay, <laughs> McAllister. I just, I think he's been awesome, um, and I think he'll get something here. But uh, the next game that we've got on our docket, Morocco versus Portugal. Ooh, I am so looking forward to this. <laughs> like, not one person predicted this one. I looked at my predictions, and uh, yeah, I did not have Morocco getting out. Did anybody have Morocco? Hey, getting man, out of the listen, group, I am I'm a, in first place in our pick'em pool because I picked Morocco to beat Spain. Oh my! In the God. round of sixteen, get out! Get out! That's so give me my flowers, man. Wow. <laughs> Okay, here you go. Wow. Wow. Here's the deal. Morocco, heart. That whole team just heart. Wow. Like, oh my gosh. Like you and you just saw what it meant. You just saw what it meant to him. And it was so like Unbelievable. <sighs> wow. Like just That's what it's all about, man. To, yeah, I mean that's like the World Cup encapsulated in a moment. Like moments uh, moments of absolute brilliance and you guys know if you've listened to this podcast enough, I used to play goalie, so like I love watching penalty kicks. I love watching what keepers do and what Bono did. He was was amazing. Absolute mind trickery. It was like some I don't even know psychological like, warfare. Yes. Yeah, right. It was it was, it was to put it in Hayden's terms. It was like Alakazam out there just doing some psychic moves <laughs> against <laughs> Pikachu. Like, that's what it was. And, like, Pikachu's just like, what the heck is going on? Like, it was absolute mind trickery. Like, he, the way he moved his feet, like, that is A-plus goalkeeping. And on the biggest the stage. To win. The Penenka to win from Hakimi, who literally retired from Moroccan football. Like, eight months ago? Yeah, because of the manager. Yes. Like, to see him come back and just, like, dink it down the middle, like, unbelievable. But they just, here's the deal. They let Spain play their game. And Tiki Talk is dead. Uh, Ask Pep Guardiola that. He'll tell you something different. Pep Guardiola does not play Tiki Taka. Pep Guardiola plays Pep Ball. And pet ball has purpose, and he has people in the in attacking positions that can score. See, Pep actually has a number nine, and Spain does. Yeah, Holland kind of so. changed things there. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like they also have Phil Foden. Like I'm not gonna say Phil Foden is a world beater or whatever, but Phil Foden is very good, and especially in Pep system, he's good in Southgate system too. Which I don't know what system Southgate actually has because it's just everywhere, everywhere. all over. It's just the thrown together. Yeah, whatever. Each match. Riff-raff. But Pep plays. I guess he plays real tiki taka because what Spain was playing was just pass the ball around and not have any divisive runs, not have anything going forward. They don't have no David Villa. Yeah. David Villa was perfect for tiki taka because. He was good at making crafty runs into the back. 
Oh, 100%. Yeah. They played way cool. too they much. They played way too much in the midfield there. They weren't progressing the ball enough. Like they weren't creating those like those chances or those advantages that you're supposed to get from Tiki Taka. Um and I honestly I wonder if that had to do partially with Rodri playing at center back. Like he's so good on the I ball and I wonder if it like got caught towards him a little bit too much. I don't know. I'm not a tactician, but he he just they just looked like they were like, okay, we're going to play it in the back line. Cool, cool, cool. We're going to complete some passes. We might go to the midfield, complete some passes. But they just kept the ball in the midfield. Like, you have to go forward at some point. You have to have somebody that has, and this is what David Villa had. He just had a change of pace from everybody else in the field. And so it was like, he got the ball. He knocked it back to Xavi, Iniesta. And then he literally, like, sprinted. It was just like a full-out sprint. He got behind. They put a ball in. And they have guys that can do that, but they do not have guys that can change the pace and get behind the defense. It's it's Spain and Germany are missing that link right there to get, yeah, those dynamic runs to get you in behind to get you that goal that you need. And who knows? They, they've got to develop somebody. Tiki Talk is dead after... And walking the ball, trying to walk the ball in too. Also, um, it's yeah. Go Morocco. <laughs> yeah, Morocco. <laughs> wow. Like, just what a story. I mean, it was amazing. I don't have much else to say other than like Bono, Bono on something. Hey, and Buffal. Buffal yeah. on the oh, oh, oh my oh, god! Oh, Every time I looked up, dog. that man. Dog. <laughs> they were killing him on they were killing them on the wings. Yes. He's he's very good. Yeah. He should probably be getting a move soon. Like I don't know, that Morocco team, we thrashed Morocco when they came and played in the United States at unfriendly. Like but to change the coach that late to get Hakimi back. I mean, they just playing with heart. I got a friend who's uh who's Muslim and was like with her brother watching the game and they pretty much they root for muslim countries uh pretty heavily obviously they're muslim um but she was she sent me a text and was like i know you're watching this game and i just prayed for morocco i just said lord please let morocco win (laughs) like in like arabic and i was like oh my gosh listen you are wild girl you are absolutely wild i was like that's such a sports prayer like Please let them win. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, But then, I mean, maybe the performance of the tournament from the Portuguese, they bench Ronaldo. My goodness gracious, that was. And Matt has thoughts about benching Ronaldo. I think they're all positive thoughts, but he definitely has thoughts. Oh, 100% positive. If you'd like to hear them, I will go ahead and tell them now. Well, we are on the podcast, so go ahead and do it. Okay, so. We all know Ronaldo is old, right? We, we know that ego is massive still for some reason. And his pace has dropped off. He doesn't look like the player that he used to be, unfortunately. And the benching was amazing. I mean, literally, you take him off and you put on what? What's his name? Gonzalo Ramos. Ramos. That's And dude gets a hat trick. And then Portugal scores six goals? Wow. I, it was time. It was time. 
Uh, Portugal looks really, really dangerous without, without Ronaldo on the field. And I'm really scared for the rest of the field now because, dude, they can literally throw on Rafael Leao in the 85th minute. The Serie A player of the year? And he gets a goal? Are you kidding me? Like, for real. Portugal. Outrageously good. Let's go. I'm excited for them the rest of the tournament, actually. Like, it'd be fun to see... Um, who would we get? Brazil, Portugal in the final? Yeah. Ooh, that'd be nice. That's how it would work they out. on opposing sides of the bracket. Oh, yeah. Let's Let's get that, for sure. Let's go. Hayden, what do you have? Man, I really... <laughs> the deep sigh. I, I really I really would love to say Morocco. I mean, like, dude, watching, like, when Ian Dark just, like, completely went silent after Morocco won and seeing the Moroccan fans crying, seeing uh, seeing the, Spain, the Spanish fans crying, crying like seeing uh bono on the ground like weeping like that is like that moment will stick with me so like i have a real soft spot for this moroccan team but i think that they were a little fortunate to play that spanish side because that was a team that had an identity prescribed to them that they weren't really able to execute in the way that their coach seemed to intend. Um, that Spanish team didn't create chances like we were talking about. Uh, they didn't ask a ton of questions of this Moroccan side. They didn't force the issue. I think that this Portuguese side just has a level of quality and like direct play that that Spanish team does not. And so they will force them into situations that will make them uncomfortable. Um, and I think that with, you know, Bernardo, um, Diaz, uh, you know, having a stronger back line, um, I think that this, this Portuguese team is going to have enough to make it through. I think it's like a, a two nil, maybe something like that. Um, unfortunately, I think the run is going to end for Morocco here. I'm with you. I'm with you there. Yeah, 100% I think, with you. I think that I think Portugal's very good, and the benching of Ronaldo was honestly a, a stroke of genius. Like, I, I I think it was good, and you're seeing Bruno Fernandez, who gets a lot of shit at United. He's creating goals. Yep. He's scoring goals, and he has the most pressures of any Portuguese player. He's he had like fifty-seven right now in the other game, and I was like, "What in the world? Like, who are you, and where are you at for United? Like, what the heck?" But they look awesome. Honestly, I'm very excited to watch that game uh, on my birthday, nine a.m. Yes, it's gonna be so, fun. Vamos. Uh, it's it's gonna be a really. I think it's a good game. I think Portugal. Yeah, I think two zero. I think two is a great score. There, um, and you're gonna see some nice combination play to get those goals, because I think Morocco is gonna, gonna play play tough on defense. Yeah, I agree. 
I think 2-0 is really good. Um, I hope we don't see any more Super Bowl-outs for the rest of this tournament. Yeah. Dude, 2-0 needs to be Well, we haven't... We need to have some... We haven't gotten a ton of goals in this tournament in general, so I don't... I think these are going to be some tight games. Yeah, I mean, outside of a couple outliers, Spain, Costa Rica... Right, besides that. England, Iran... Portugal, Portugal, Portugal against South Korea. No one scored over. A lot of nil-nil draws. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of sleepers in the first round. But, um, yeah. Because we didn't bust out the Jubilani ball. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Still talking about the Jubilani's at 12 years later. So, uh, last game of the round is England-France. And I hope we go 120 minutes. Oh, I yes. hope so bad we go 120 penalties, minutes. And then England loses on penalties. Please. Oh, my Please. God. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hayden, I think you're the most composed out of us to talk about this game. But I think this is the one I'm probably the most excited for. Hayden, hit me with your thoughts. Well, before we get into this, I need to challenge you on something here. Uh, you just said you don't really rate Phil Foden that much. What What's going on? What the hell? Wait, hold on. I did not say I don't rate Phil Foden very well. I don't rate Southgate as a manager No, 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 well. no, 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 no. Earlier, I was a couple games back we were talking about I wanted to say it then, but I figured I'd save it for England. You said something along the lines of like, you're not the biggest Foden fan, you, you know, you don't... No, 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 no. I said Foden isn't, like, the most world-class player on City, but... Oh, okay. He's, like, you have an offensive threat there in the Tiki Taka ball. I rate Phil Foden. It, I think he is way better than what we... Mason Mount. Way better than Mount, for oh, sure. Oh, thank you. Yeah, because we... Hey, we had, a, <laughs> a like, a start bench sell... Uh, conversation in the group chat before the season started. Yes. And Travis was trying to sell me on, um, was trying to sell me on Foden. Was on Mount. Yeah, Yeah. on Mount over Foden. I was like, dude, come on, come on. I'm about to. I'm about to go. Wait, who was the third player? Hey, man, that's coming from the same guy who tried to tell me a couple years ago that uh, Mount was better than Kevin De Bruyne. But uh, that's for another time. (laughs) I'm coming for you, Travis. Get your knives out, baby. Nobody is safe here. <laughs> I swear Nobody to God. Dude, every time, every time uh City concedes, it's like Here we go. It's like their team has won the freaking Super Bowl in the group chat. <laughs> That's very true. Okay. Here was mine. I'm in the chat. You, you chose so Foden. Wow. You chose How? Foden, but you yeah, yeah. yeah. This so, goes back months. This just, is August this, 2nd. I've been holding on to this, <laughs> man. months ago. August 2nd. Ago. So, it was uh, Foden, Mount, Sancho, Bench, Cell, oh, yeah. Yeah, here we Start. Go. And I said, I have Foden, Mount, Sancho in that order. Okay. Start, Bench, Cell. Because Sancho has I think Preston had and Mount. Preston had Phil on the bench. Man, come on. And we got a score to settle, Hayden, man. Hayden gives me my flowers of saying I've always claimed that nose ball. And 
Preston says, Mount is stronger and better with his feet, which is what I look for in a midfielder I like. Nothing against Foden. I think he's great. I just prefer the way Mount plays the game. Wow. Flynn comes in, says Foden. Um, I know at some point I said Foden, but it was probably a while. Down I don't know. I can't search that far back. Listen, we, so. we don't we don't have to spend too much time on this, but I just want it to be known that I remember. So if you <laughs> if you uh, you bring anything up in the chat about City, you better come correct, okay? Because I I store things. I'm like an elephant, bro. I keep things in the in the chamber uh, for as long as I need to until the right moment when I you know I've got a national audience in front of me right now. Um, Inter- international, <laughs> international audience, audience. and uh, you know, I'm just saying, you know, Travis, you know, name a time and a place, and we'll we'll do this thing, okay? <laughs> name a time. And a place. Oh my god! So, anyways, we're talking about England, France, though. That's not what this is about. Here's the deal: England, France. Yes, England, France. Man, old scores settle deep. Um, but England, France. I think it's going to be an absolute cracker. I. I want 3-2 in I want it to be in extra time. I don't want it to go to penalties. Whatever. Give me my crap for that. But like I want it to be like 3-2. And I think you're just going to see some class from somebody. You're going to see some sort of quality from somebody to win this game. Dude, that's what you're going to give me. Mbappe comes up big. Give me um I'm going to go with a screamer here, man. Give me France winning four to three. Ooh, I like that. And I would love that. I would, I would, I would kill for that. Like that's an amazing. Those game. back lines are going to be barbecue chicken, man. With the with the forwards that we've got in this game. Oh my god! It's yes. true. It's very very true. I you know what I'm I want to see 120 minutes and I want to see England lose on penalties like they always do, <laughs> but. I'm going to go with yeah, three two to France probably. Something like that. It's gonna be high scoring for sure. There's there's too much quality on the field and Larice and Pickford look suspect at times for sure for both of their teams. So let's see some goals. Man, wouldn't that be fun though? And I wouldn't it be fun to just have that score. Yeah, and I don't even think it I don't even think the defenses have to be bad for them to score that much. That's the quality that you no, see from these front no, lines no. and um and you know at the end of the day too like, you know, I think there's also a world in which Southgate does something really questionable. Like he's been really conservative and pretty negative in general with this team unless if, you know, they're playing against Iran. I, I don't I don't know what happened there, but um or, you know, I, I don't know. I think I just have more faith in France in every aspect. Um, so I, I'm going to go with France edging them out. Man, I, I here's the deal. I love it. I love it because what you have is phenomenal front lines. Phenomenal. Dembele, Giroud, Mbappe. And you got on the other, other side, I mean, Kane. He's been amazing. They start Foden. Like, yeah, Kane's been amazing and scored one goal. Yeah. He's been awesome. Yeah. And he scored one true. goal for England. 
So you got Kane. You might have Foden. You might have Rashford. We don't know who's going to come out. And oh, play it, it has England. to be Foden and Saka. They've really found something there. I I think that's true. I yeah, love I agree. Foden and Saka front front with Kane up there. You're never going to take Kane off the field unless he's hurt. Um, but I love that. I, I, I don't know. I don't know who's going to win. I think it's going to be high scoring. I think Mbappe is... Absolutely world class. He's shown at this tournament that all he needs is three or four inches, and he can make you pay for it. I, I don't know. I, I just, I think it's going to take a moment of brilliance, and it's going to be a super late moment of. Brilliance it's a game of quality to get it. Yep. 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 Uh, and it's going to have to be brilliance. Like it's going to have to be for real brilliance. It's not going to be like. Hey, we got lucky and like it went through somebody's legs. It's gonna oh, yeah. be like I, he took on four guys. And yeah, like, con- concentration put it, put isn't gonna tight angle. Concentration isn't gonna come into play in this one. These two teams are gonna be up for this, no matter what. And yeah, I'm I'm looking thoroughly looking forward to this match. It's gonna be fun on Thad's birthday. We're gonna be here hanging out. It's gonna be great. It is, it is going to be great, and it's going to be fun to just, yeah, I mean, be here, hanging out, chilling. Like, what a game to get in the quarterfinal of the World Cup. Like, the fact that this is a quarterfinal game and not a semifinal game is nuts yeah. to me. Someone is going to be gone. Yeah. One of the it's, top I mean, five it's teams crazy. in the world it's is going to be gone. This is a quarterfinal but that's what you have in this tournament you just have a bunch of great teams like still playing um so i'll be interested to see what the uniform selection is gonna be yes because we have christmas colors versus christmas colors not in england france oh sorry wow that's in morocco versus portugal yes there you Um, go sorry but i hate england's home kit i've made that very clear i think it looks like a microsoft paint kit I think their red kit is fire, but, like, I don't know what's going to happen. And so, like, I mean, we can get into that later, but... They haven't worn it yet, have they? They haven't worn the no. red kit yet. They've done white the entire time. And neither, and France hasn't worn their white kit at all, because they've been able to wear the blue kit. Boring. Yeah, so, I don't know. I I, I like that kind of stuff, just because I like seeing what guys are in and whatever. Um, and we've had so many teams like not get to wear their other uniform because it got beat out a lot of good ones too um yeah the mexico away uh japan away like so many i just got the germany away and they never got to play in that it is incredible it's pretty it's pretty he wore it over here on on saturday it's a nice it's a nice jersey for sure um so yeah i'm i'm excited for france england i hope we get 120 minutes of I really hope so, because I think that'd be awesome. Amazing. If we could get 120 minutes of football in both matches on Saturday, perfect. Let's get it. Let's get it. So, um, Hayden, who do you got kind of players of the tournament so far? What have you seen that you Man, there's there's a lot. There's been some great moments and storylines from this. Uh, I mean, can I give you a few? 
Yeah. yeah. Players yeah. doesn't have to be the player. Yeah, man. I'm like, give me. Couple. I want to. Yeah. I want to take a moment to um, point out. I, I know I just defended him to the hilt a minute ago, but Phil Foden, the way that he. You know, I think he gets a bad rap sometimes as being a selfish player, but the way that he's been able to distribute and just kind of fit right in and give a, a like a different a different gear for this England team. I think, you know, if based on up to the point when they were playing against uh the US and they drew with us nil-nil, we would have been talking about this France England game very differently. It looked very different, but now that they've got Foden out there, I think they've really figured something out. Um, obvious one is Killian Mbappe. I don't think there's much more to say about that. Um, yeah, five goals. Yeah. I mean, he's been I, I think <laughs> just the, the kind of stuff we've been seeing from Vinicius Jr. as well with the composure that he had yeah. with that goal against South Korea was just like, I don't know, man. It's just like hard to describe. Like I've never played, obviously I've never played organized football at any level but i know that if i was 22 however years old he was on the world cup stage i would not have that composure i mean it was just perfect um and then lastly i i think you know one of our u.s boys needs a shout out tyler adams the way that he is up to his reputation um just really amazing and he played just so well in the group stage um i'm really excited to see uh, what more is to come for him in the Premier League, of course, and then in 2026. Oh, man. Yeah, Tyler Adams, he's he's a dog. He's a dog. As as we said last week, he's just, he's just got he's just got that in him. Like, he's just, I don't know. He just, he wants it so bad. And you can tell, and I love that about him. Uh, Matt, who do you got kind of players of the tournament that you've loved seeing so far? Uh, let's see. <clears throat> I'm going to say Mbappe for sure. Um, Richarlson, mm-hmm. obviously. That man is, yeah, he's just playing right now. It's, yeah. Um, trying to think of who else that I really liked. I mean, we've seen some really good goalkeeping performances. Um, I really liked, you know, Bono's performance. Um, I don't know. Yeah, our U.S. guys did well. I like that Tyler Adams shot out. Um, I think we could also shout out um Eunice Musa too, because that guy's playing lights out or played lights out the entire tournament. Um, until well, you know, we met the Netherlands, but um, yeah, I think I'll go with those four people. What do you got, Thad? I have, and mine mine might be a little bit different because I'm not just looking at goals, but also just kind of looking at overall like play. Um, honestly, Cody Gagpo just he's been he's been like light the fire for for the Netherlands. I, I've really enjoyed watching him like the meteoric rise. He's literally playing at PSV. So to like see him play on like top top level and just ball out is awesome. Uh, Bruno Fernandez. Bruno Fernandez has been, like I said earlier, cash for Portugal. Uh, he's been so consistent. 
so good. And he might be the key that's just unlocking this kind of free-flowing Portugal style of play. And I love that. Um, it's just nice to see because he gets a lot of like raw deal at United just because he's like under such a microscope there. Um, outside of the South or Saudi Arabia game, Nicolas Otamendi from Argentina. That man has locked down everyone. And it's been fun to watch just as somebody who appreciates a little defense. Um, and man, I got to go with Matt Turner again. My boy, <laughs> I'm a homer. Matt Turner, my boy. Like, And he's just, the fact that like five years ago he was talking about going into investment banking and now he's literally playing at the World Cup. And he, he played at the World Cup He's playing for Arsenal. He played in multiple Europe, Europa League. Or they're in Europa League, right? Yep. Yeah, they're in Europa League. Yep, yeah. Europa League for Arsenal. And he's just like, we've just kind of seen him grow up in front of our eyes. And that speech he had uh, the day after we lost on Fox Sports is legendary. Like, just telling kids to chase their dreams and like, not be afraid of who they are and and stuff. And I was like, holy crap, that's so good. So Matty T, love him, love him, love him. Um, hoping he has a great next four years and we see him hopefully live playing somewhere at the World Cup. So that'd be sick. Yeah. Uh, hoping to get all the boys together for like – a little road trip or something. One, one, At one, least one match. One more that I uh, forgot to mention before we move on. Um, I think we also need to mention again Harry Kane. I mean, like the way that he, he's yes. kind of like you know how in basketball when guys start getting older. Although Harry Kane's not super old, but as they start getting older, they change the way they play to like adapt to their age and like. Right, like Vince Carter when he went from like dunking yeah. to like literally. Yeah, or LeBron, like you know, like. I think that's kind of what he's doing right now because that's what this team needs. And he's just showing a real mastery of the game that like, obviously he was a great player, but like he's really kind of raised my understanding of how good of a player he is. Right. He's gone from kind of like meteoric goal score to like, it's okay to get my teammates involved and our team's better when I get, he's been a point guard. So, He's been a point guard, but kind of a point forward. Yeah, yeah. Um, just in terms of yeah, that's just, true. Like, like, like honestly, for me, in terms of like comparing him to basketball, it's almost like Jokic. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, he's very, very much true. like I'm bigger than these people. I will hold the ball up, and I will get all of my guys yeah. involved. And everybody's been rewarded from that. Marcus Rashford, Phil Foden, Bukayo Saka, Raheem Sterling—they've all been rewarded literally for having Kane on the field. Like, and so I'm, yeah, that's a great shout with, with Kane. He's been, he's been everything you want from kind of an aging player that like understands, like, it's not about me anymore. Like he's everything you want there. So leading really well too. So I love that too. Um, 
and then yeah we can talk about literally whatever you want but i i've loved this world cup for all of the kind of corruption and i'm not gonna say kind of corruption it's for real corruption that got this world cup there that all the yeah i mean there have been plenty of stories of corruption and Microbrewers and whatever, and people protesting Qatar and and everything like that. But at the end of the day, these footballers, they did nothing to deserve that. You can you can protest Qatar, you can sure. protest their country, their government, but like these players deserve everything that they've been given here, and they've been they've been awesome. So I I've love this world cup and it's it's honestly more fun because like matt you and i get to share it together like yes we have a couple days a week and we've watched a lot of games together and then we also get to share it in like our group text with with everybody and that's been like super fun to like see that that text like light up after just like crazy goals oh yeah crazy stops or like whatever it's just so fun to like share the world cup with other people yeah it is. It really is. And are, <clears throat> are you looking forward to the final uh, coming yeah. up here? <laughs> oh, getting the yeah, boys together. let's go. Yeah, it's gonna yeah be listen, man, you we you do not get many chances to watch a World Cup let, in general, but also to get to share it with some of your favorite people is just like it's such a cool experience. And like I I hope we have many more to come, um, just like this. So I'm I'm. I'm thrilled. Man, here's the deal. Yeah, like I said, it's just fun to share the World Cup with everybody. But then, like, and we kind of push for this. We were like, let's just get everybody up here and, like, let's watch yep. it all together. Like, yes. let's have fun. And, like, I don't know. We've been talking about about football for about a year now. Months. And, like, yeah, yeah a year or more. Yeah. Like, I mean, Matt and I talk about it all the time. But, I mean... It's just so fun, and it's going to be so much fun. Hayden's coming up. Travis is coming up. Um, and we're having a big party for the boys, I guess. We're going to be making some breakfast food at 9 a.m. <laughs> yeah, what do you guys want to eat? They didn't decide <laughs> to have the final at, like, noon or something like that. But I guess, like, 1 p.m. is, like, 10 p.m. over there. So I get why they did yeah. kind of the earlier game. I just wish they would have done it like 10 or 11. Yeah. Give uh, the rest of the world a chance to wake up because California, it's going to be 7 a.m. whenever that match <laughs> starts. So there you go. Uh, yeah, early, but it's not as early as what we woke up for to watch That's the true. final in South Korea. It's very true. We were up at like 4 a.m. to watch the final and Ronaldo just cut Germany to shreds. So yeah. um, that, was, that was exciting, but... Yeah, man, uh, Hayden, what uh, what kind of advice do you have for our listeners? What kind of advice? Oh my God, am I am I the right person? This to... is totally on the spot. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So, what kind of advice are we talking about? You're married. You throw banger parties. I don't care. Anything L- you listen, care. man. Like, whatever. I you think the most about. important thing you can do is surround yourself with people who support you. They love you. They light you up. Uh, they make you happy to wake up every day and. Um, they support the things that 
you love, even if they don't love them as much as you do. Like my wife supports my love for football. <laughs> um, she's been super patient during the World <laughs> yes. Cup. So listen, man, I just you, you got to surround yourself with the right people and you have to be jealous of your time. And um, you just like look out for yourself. Um, and uh, I know we're about to go, but I've got uh, one more screamer for you guys. Oh, go for it. Bro, are we taking the hot takes into the, into the break? I love listen, it. Man, <laughs> listen, man. Listen, man. Uh, City, I believe, is two points behind Arsenal right now. Listen, we're going to be oh, 20 points clear by March, baby. <laughs> 20 <laughs> points? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 20 points? Holy crud. Listen. Hey, okay. Well, let, let's make it 15. 15 is fine. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. 15. So how many goals does Howen um, have? I think he's now and I think then? he's at Hold on, let me double check it. He's like 24, 25. But that's yeah, total goals. All competitions. Like in the league, in the league it's like what, Hold 15? on. I have no idea now. I've totally forgot because <laughs> World Cup is on and he's not Yeah, dude, playing. that guy's coming off of a month of rest by the way. Week. Yeah, it's about this guy going into the World Cup break. <laughs> he has 18 goals in 13 appearances. In yeah, the in the league. Wait, in, in the, the league. league? Wow. Oh my god. Yeah, I think my 50 goals might have been a little yeah. less than they should be. 50 was ambitious, but like, holy crud, dude's gonna break that if he doesn't. He's get... coming off a month of rest, yeah. and so is Mo Salah. Like what? That's well, amazing. Think about this. Brain, In all dude. competitions, they still have um how many weeks? They still have 25 games left in the Premier League. And if they make it to let's say they make it to even just the semifinals for the Champions League, that's like another what, 6, 7 games for the Champions League? No, we're in knockouts. Yeah. We're in That's knockouts. another knockouts. 5, 6 so, games. 5 Five, yeah. Five so, sixteen, eight, four. Two. He could. He could. Yeah, that's if five games. Final, to the it's final. five. Yeah. But then I mean, FA Cup. Yeah. Like Carabao Cup. Like if he plays all it all, if he stays healthy, like, he could. Enough? He could make it to fifty goals in all comps. Oh, I think fifty is. Oh, fifty is going to be easily obtainable in all. I think he hits fifty before March. Yeah, yeah, when we're twenty points clear. Easily. <laughs> And Chelsea's getting relegated. Thank Arsenal's really going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> what a take. Bro, gets these strays. <laughs> Holy crud. Wow. Wow. This is Chelsea's some, some relegated. wounds that haven't been yeah, healed. Can yet. you tell I'm bitter at all? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Get Plizik out now. <laughs> He's going to go <laughs> Wow, I cannot wait to this, for this episode to go live and our, so, so our we, socials hey, are going to hey, blow Yeah, we, should, so we, we don't even sh- tell him that I went crazy. Just be like, yeah, man, Hayden was super thoughtful. He was measured. Straight yeah. nuclear on us. <laughs> so wait, Arsenal's just going to have a massive collapse or what's going to happen there? Well, I don't they know. lost Jesus, Jesus yeah. That's true. For it's like three true. months. So he's not coming back till March. So... Uh, I think Arteta, Arteta would have to like, like it would have to come out that he's like a, a like laundering money or something, and he'd get arrested and 
and then <laughs> yeah like he would have to be like gambling yeah and yeah and yeah and then they hire like i don't know they i don't know they hire like bruce arena or somebody <laughs> bruce, bruce arena. Arena. <laughs> no they hire greg bro <laughs> dude <laughs> You see that Bruce was an absolute. That, that was a howler. That was the most howler of howlers. I've ever that was heard. terrible. <laughs> oh my! Did you God. see Bruce on the list though for like the next U.S. Men's National yeah, Team? Coach? I think that's like, ironically out of here. Really, Bruce? Come on. Yeah, we can't be doing. He's already been the coach Bruce. twice. Like we don't he was need him again. He was successful, but yeah, get out on that. I'm super. Hey, I got another one for you guys. Far step in the wrong direction. Okay. Hayden Towers. Hey, this might be a reoccurring. Segment. I got another one for you guys. So you know how uh, Liverpool is playing Real Madrid in their in uh, the knockouts for the Champions League. They're gonna lose yes. on a seven to one aggregate. <laughs> oh my gosh! It hit nine p.m. and Hayden became an absolute torch. <laughs> Just flaming hot takes. <laughs> Holy crap, dude. Seven to one. I'm loving this. Oh, my. Do you have God. anything else for us? Please oh keep giving us more. Man. Oh, seven to one. Wait, so who's going to score these goals? Because <laughs> uh, Benzema ain't there, is he? Doesn't matter. Wait, he's a, Yeah, he's an injured. <laughs> Klopp, Vinny, hey, Vinny, hey. Klopp goals. has lost the locker room, bro. <laughs> Oh my gosh! All right, Hayden Towers. Holy wow, crap! That was amazing. Wow, this literally might be a reoccurring segment. We might just need you to come on here and give us some flame here. My goodness, that was that was. I'm just saying. Wow. I'm just saying. If you guys, it. you know, just leave City alone, and this won't happen. Bro, wow! Don't even no, come hey, for us because have you noticed? Have you noticed? I haven't done a Dortmund howler. Well, we got smoked by you guys, so let's just it is what let's it just is. keep it's it civil. We love we'll Holland, so we 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 are civil. We gave you number nine on your team. Hey, so and you're going to give us Jude as well, so we it's going to be him. fine. Oh wow! Oh jeez! Oh, <laughs> At two hundred fifty million after performance in this World Cup. Hey, More than hey! Like another big winner for the World Cup money. is Jude Bellingham's agent, man. Oh, that man's going to make yeah. a killing. That and Jude has played lights out. Absolutely lights out in this tournament. Holy cow. He's playing that number 10 role really well. Never change. 22 forever, baby. 22. So we we love Jude on this podcast. He's great. He's awesome. Um, yeah, we've gone over an hour, which is awesome. Sorry, guys. But two of us have wives to go hang out with uh hayden uh and hayden might go get canes after this <laughs> after 9 p.m no one knows no one knows what's gonna happen no free ads but like hayden brought in canes like two and a half hours into his reception at his wedding and also had a live band that he got up and like sang mr brightside by the killers like him yeah. and lauren were up there it was like so main character <laughs> it was so much ridiculous. fun um but yeah, like he knows how to party, so that's why Brazil's gonna win. Vamos! So there you go, <laughs> vamos, boys. Um, follow us on social media, Chicken Fried FB Pod on Instagram. Search Chicken Fried Football Pod on Twitter. 
Uh, we'd love to grow this podcast, reach more people, share it with your friends, share it with your neighbors. Um, if you see a TV on at a bar that you're at or at a restaurant, go ahead and airdrop that link. <laughs> airdrop that airdrop link that to link everyone who will find um, you. If you're at a like, if you're at a watch party this weekend or whatever, airdrop the link. Just airdrop it. Somebody will accept it. One new follower. There but, you go. Uh, shout out. We got some followers. We got like a listen from India this week. Uh, Australia this week. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, chicken fried going global. So uh, give us a five-star rating. Heck, I don't even care if you give us a five-star rating. You can give us like a three-star rating if you hated it. I don't care. I just want you to be honest with your rating system here. Um, but leave a review. Share it with your friends. And uh, I don't have much else to say other than Hayden, your joy. <laughs> this was a pleasure to have you on. Thank you. It really was. For the really flamethrower takes that you had in here. <laughs> they lit my life up for sure. Um, but like Hayden said, find people that hype you up and that I don't know. Make you chase your dreams and just find good people, dude. They're awesome. Yes, find good your people. people love true. them hard and do uh, do mystery Santa with them <laughs> for jerseys. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. It's gonna be so amazing. <laughs> so yes, our group chat is doing mystery jerseys. Uh, it's gonna be sick. So as for Matt, as for Hayden, as for Thad, see you. Thank you guys. Love you. Later.